the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. See Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRostro. The Republican-controlled Arizona Senate tells the Justice Department ballots it's recounting from November's presidential election are secure and the department's worries about voter intimidation are unfounded. Ken Lormond has more. The letter from the state Senate president comes days after the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division sought assurances that 2.1 million ballots from the state's most populous county were secured as federal law requires. And the Justice Department also claimed contacting voters during the election audit could amount to illegal voter intimidation. Three people are dead, including a suspect, two others injured after a shooting and fire in Woodlawn, Maryland. Officers responded to reports of both the fire and an active shooter. Around 6.40 this morning, confronted an armed man outside the building and shot him, then began fighting the fire. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. The spending of the Democrats creates an economic crisis. The problem with inflation is that once it's out there, it's very hard to rein in, except through a great deal of pain. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. You are now tuned in to Intelligent Radio, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be mostly cloudy with a high of 57 degrees. 2021 marks our 20th year on air. We're celebrating all year long with a variety of on-air features, familiar voices, past and present, and maybe an event or two. But we wouldn't want to spoil the surprise. Keep in touch by finding us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Parler. Thank you for 20 great years on air. We can't wait for 20 more. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer. Brad Carlson. Hey, I'm 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And you can also win on the program via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook or like our Facebook page, just go to Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And again, uh, give us a like or follow. And Mitch and I are getting in the habit of posting our uh, videos on there regularly, whether it's a preview of the broadcast or we, we're doing live streams more often than not. not. Not doing a live stream of today's program, obviously, but 
Uh, typically, we'll do a live stream on our Facebook page, so definitely follow that along. Um, not so much so you can see uh, our ugly mugs, but... Uh, the views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. AM 1280, The Patriot. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio again, uh, great again, and indeed has been for going on 18 years. Indeed. There's a number I want you to keep in mind. That number is 892. That is the number of weekends that we, some combination of we, whether it's myself, Brad, King Banyan, or all the earlier generations of the Northern Alliance Radio Network that you met again for the first time in a while, uh, two months ago today, by the way, uh, in honor of our 20th anniversary of AM 12A, The Patriot, and of course, of this uh, entire uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network going back 17 years and change have been on the air 892 weekends in a row. And for 891 of those weekends, we had not so much as a whisper of technical issues. Nothing, nothing at all, till today. And the first hour that you heard, by the way, Brad Carlson's uh, for, uh, for going back a, a, a month or so to Easter before the Chauvin verdict, uh, was obviously a recorded broadcast here. Here, today, we're back because... While you can knock us down, we get back up again. Ain't nobody going to keep us down. That that should be a song, shouldn't it? Anyway, we're back for a second hour here at AM 12A, The Patriot. And what a show we're going to have today, by the way. Uh, we've got some fun stuff coming up here uh, in coming weeks. We're going to have the folks from Speaking Proudly joining us next week or maybe the following week, sometime soon here on the broadcast. We had to bump them a bit today, but we are, uh, we're, we're back today. I wanted to make sure that they were with us live because it's a great event. It's, uh, it, by the way, if you know a, a young woman in high school who has a talent for oratory, uh, you might want to have her tune in next week because we're looking for some contestants. We're looking for as many young ladies as we can get who want to light a room up with their oratory on political, historical, any subject really that it that is on topic. Uh, it's speaking proudly. So looking forward to having the organizers are speaking proudly with us next uh, Saturday or maybe the Saturday following. We'll we'll get it figured out here. At any rate, so much news to talk about this week. Indeed, as always, if you happen to run a company that's dying to sponsor a full-time drive-time radio show, say 5 to 8 a.m. weekdays or uh, 5 to 8 p.m. Or, or 3 to 6 p.m. weekday afternoons, have your people call my people because I need 15 hours a week to talk about everything that's going on in the world here. And I'm sure the station would be more than happy to work out a deal. I, I certainly would if you catch my drift. But in the meantime, I'd better best get down to it because I've got one hour remaining to talk about this past week's news. And uh, oh, Capesta, it's a doozy. News came out this past week. Actually, a week ago tonight, uh, a, a big dust-up. It was a rough weekend last weekend in St. Paul, the city I've called home for, well, 34 years now, uh, and in which I have been building a, a home for and raising my family for uh, basically the last 26 years. It was a rough night out there for the St. Paul police. Uh, w, uh, the Channel 4 tweeted about it uh, this past Sunday. <clears throat> 
And I quote, more than 150 bullets were fired and seven people were shot in three separate episodes, Saturday night and Sunday morning in St. Paul. Now, this brings up an obvious question. Well, actually, if you're concerned about the cities, the Twin Cities around which so much of the social and physical infrastructure of this state is built, lots and lots of questions like why in the flaming hootie hoo is a city, a couple cities that used to be among the safest major cities in the United States suddenly turning into shooting galleries? Oh, we'll come back to that. Oh, yes, we will. And you might ask yourself, why is it that St. Paul in particular, he used to be, which used to be stubbornly safe in the great scheme of things. I mean, few little places where crime was endemic, you know, Dayton's Bluff and 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 uh, Frogtown and Summitdale, Summit Uni, University Avenue in general had its had its sporty spots. But this year, suddenly the, the, the wheels are coming off. Yes, there are questions there, and we'll address some of those during this hour here as well. But the biggest question is, and I heard this from an awful lot of my own fellow travelers, is here you have a bunch of people who are basically punks, people who have no legal right. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the people doing the shooting last Saturday night and, well, let's be honest, every Saturday night in St. Paul and, let's be honest, Minneapolis as well, but especially on the weekends, especially the warm weekends where where people are deciding to get out and, and do a little bit of house partying around and about the city and, and settle their various beeves. Yes, beeves is plural of beef. You can look it up. The question that a lot of us have uh, as we see stories like this, people who, five will get you ten, have no legal right to keep, much less bear, a firearm. People who are not legally allowed to be in the same room as a firearm, where are they coming up with the ammunition? 150 shots fired, seven people shot. 150 shots fired in three separate episodes by God only knows how many people. And I know I'm not the only one on any side of this issue who is wondering, wondering, where are these people getting the ammunition? 150 rounds is more than I have fired for practice in the last year. I, a law-abiding gun owner with some resources to devote to the, the practice of, of, the, of the practice, can't find it. Are, are these hoodlums, these miscreants, I think that's a polite way to put it, uh, do they have some sort of a line on the goodies at, at Fleet Farm, at Dick's Sporting Goods, at Joe's? Do they have some line on the pew-pew? That we, the law-abiding citizens, do not? Do they have someone in the stock room at Fleet Farm going, hey, hey, buddy, got a truck coming in, be waiting online at 8 a.m. because uh, they go, it's going fast? Because these people seem to have a lot more leeway for, for blasting away at random than I, and I'm going to guess you, if you're a shooter, do in real life. <laughs> I, I don't know, and I'd love to find out, and I'll be looking for that answer as time goes on here. I, I, I say this somewhat facetiously, but I also say this in somewhat the, the, the let's call it black humor, shall we say, the black humor of someone who has invested a lot of time, a lot of years, a lot of money, a lot of love and care and, and passion into trying to build a city that I could raise a family in, and, and I did, with all the usual difficulties that go not only with having kids, 
But having kids in the modern world, I, 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 I've invested a lot of, like a lot of you, like a lot of my fellow Republican friends and even some of my more moderate Democrat friends, I've invested a lot of years in trying to build a community, to try to build a safe community, a community where our investments were protected, uh, a community where people like you and I, of all races, creeds, colors, orientations, I care not. I don't care what holy book you read. I don't care who you who you think is cute in, in the in the recesses of your own heart. If you are someone who sets forth to to build a good community, you were my brother in arms in this city over this or sister in arms over this last 25 years. Unfortunately, we have a government that does not see it that way. Now, I've said this in the past, the one single solitary public official in either Twin Cities that didn't completely douse themselves in shame and ignominy over this past year in the face of the rioting that's coming up on a year ago was St. Paul's top cop, Todd Axtell, chief of police. Now, don't get me wrong. Axtell has been no less of a DFL doctrinaire as an anti-gunner, as far as they go, than any other urban police chief in the Twin Cities, in the metro, anywhere in the United States. I mean, Let's be honest. He knows where his next paycheck is coming from. It's coming from the executive branch of St. Paul's city government, which means the DFL. And not just the DFL, not your father's DFL. We're talking the DFL of John Thompson. We're talking the DFL of Mitra Jalali. That's who pays his paycheck. So when they, the likes of Melvin Carter and Mitra Jalali and the rest, uh, Amy Brenda Mullen, uh, say, sit and beg a police chief is well advised to say woof and i say that with no disrespect intended that's the power structure in a city like saint paul but last year as jacob fry went blank in front of the cameras only to wake up to tear into a donald trump tweet um, as lake street burned from the river all the way west to nicolette he woke up to yap about donald trump and as lisa bender mumbled garbage about public safety being a sign of privilege, and Melvin Carter apparently went into hiding, Todd Extell had the great common sense to go on TV the Thursday night of the riots, the, the, the night after St. Paul partially burned up and down University Avenue, and sent a message to the rioters and the, and the miscreants uh, that had scourged University Avenue and Snelling Avenue the previous day. We're not abandoning any part of St. Paul which kind of between the lines also said, yeah, public safety is a privilege, one that every doggone one of you taxpayers of every race and orientation and creed pay for with your tax dollar. And say what you will about the executive branch of St. Paul government, which, let's be honest, got behind on the count on Thursday the 28th, uh, at, least, <laughs> at least went on to prove that Friday the 29th uh, that it had its heart in the right place. Uh, they met the rioters on the Marshall Lake Bridge, and they sent them scampering back for easier pickings over on the Minneapolis side of the river. Sorry, Minneapolis. At least our police department came through. Our leadership, at least one of them, came through in the way that they're supposed to. It was one of the precious few times I have ever, ever been happy in a political sense to live in St. Paul since Norm Colden was mayor. And last weekend sounded a little bit like riot night in St. Paul. 
There were three separate shootings, like we mentioned, and uh, ammo <laughs> shots busting off, including one at what turned out to be a crowded house party of the kind that you used to see back in the 90s all the time, combined with, apparently, hundreds of, ra- of street racers rolling up and down the freeways, which kind of gave it the city that sort of Black Hawk Down kind of vibe. Cars, in this case, not helicopters, as they were last year during the riots. But uh, anyway, so, uh, by the way, the, the chief's uh, heart remained in the right place with a tweet this past week uh, showing some sense of the sort of common sense we'd like to see from our, our police chiefs in this city. Leadership as a whole, not nearly quite so common sense. We'll talk about the St. Paul City Council's reaction to another law enforcement leader in the Twin Cities and what this tells you, mere parole and peasants about life in the cities you've been trying to make a home in all this time. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. I've been thinking lately about the biblical principle of headship. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3 says, But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ, the head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. One way to think about headship or authority is like an umbrella. If you're under a good authority figure, it's like standing under an umbrella during the rain. It's your job to stand under the umbrella, and it's the umbrella's job to protect you from the rain. Biblical authority is like a good umbrella. It won't leak or move, and it provides shelter. Our job as believers is to submit to biblical authority figures God has placed in our life, as long as it doesn't go against God's Word. Here at the Kingdom Builders, we don't sell umbrellas, but we do install shingle roofs. If you have a roofing need or want to talk about God's Word, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. 
The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget, Brad Carlson joining us tomorrow, 1 o'clock, live on the air, on schedule. Fingers crossed. King Banyan, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Wherever you are, whatever day, the Northern Alliance is here for you. Hey, buddy, don't forget, COVID-19 brought our economy to a standstill and was a huge buzzkill for Twin Cities small businesses. If you're a business who needs to get back up and going and off the boulevard of broken financial dreams, reach out to us at surroundmsp.com. We got a prescription, and it ain't cowbell. It is, in fact, the advertising you need to get yourself up and going with a bang. Hey, don't forget, Northern Alliance Radio Network, going on uh, 18 years now of dominating Twin Cities media. We are here. We're here for you. So, as you drive up and down what I like to call the, uh, here in the Twin Cities, we call them the, uh, we're here for you. One of those boulevards of broken dreams that I refer to frequently is that in my own hometown, University Avenue in St. Paul. It's not my hometown. It's the place I've called my home for, I don't know, 34 years now as of last month. University Avenue has always been there. It's always been a little bled. It's had its ups and downs, a lot of downs in recent years, a lot of downs when I first moved here, and it kind of ticked up a little bit, but not like 50 in France uh, uptick. No, just sort of safer, less blighted, a little, little, more, little more moving going on on University in a, in a, in a legal sense, and that's, that's gotten a little dodgy in the last year here. And one of the people that's been documenting this has been Sheriff Bob Fletcher. Now, I've gone around and around about Sheriff Fletcher over the last several years. He was one of the worst sheriffs in the state when it came to monkeying with the rights of the law-abiding gun owner. I mean, he rang up, I believe at one point, a half during his last round as sheriff, which goes back a few years, he racked up half a million dollars in uh, basically paying the legal fees of people that he had wrongly denied for carry permits in in Ramsey County, which is one of the measures in Minnesota's carry permit law. I mean, if you are unjustly denied a permit and you appeal, you got a lawyer, you go to court, you appeal, the county is obliged to pay your court costs, something most states don't do. Some of your more passive-aggressive blue states actively fight you on, and you're basically, if you get denied, it's on your dime, and good luck with that. So... Bob Fletcher, never been my favorite from a conservative perspective. That being said, he's about as close as you get to one of the good guys in St. Paul government these days uh, after winning the sheriff's office back a couple of years back. And clearly he's running for something because, well, we'll come back to that. Now, we'll come back to Sheriff Fletcher, but we'll establish in advance St. Paul's sitting city council is never going to be the most completely detached from reality uh, elected body in the United States. It's kind of the way they're wired. Even if you leave out places like Portland or Seattle or San Francisco or Berkeley or Chicago or Cambridge or D.C., 
we're just across the river from Minneapolis. So there is that. But it's not for lack of trying. We'll establish that. Now, as I've noted, never been a huge fan of, of Ramsey County Sheriff Bob Fletcher. He's, he's, it'd, be, it'd be justifiable to call him passive-aggressive about the law-abiding gun owner, uh, given his performance in his, last, uh, his, in his last stint as sheriff of Ramsey County. But his current term in office has been notable for one of the more interesting social media experiments I have seen in my time of watching government officials doing social media. He does a, for lack of a better term, video stream on uh, weekend nights called Live on Patrol. I believe it's Saturday nights. I've watched it once or twice. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook Live. And you can watch it either place. And it, it is popular. It is very popular. I mean, he's had over a million viewers since he started doing this live stream, what, close to a year ago? The stream, by the way, which involves the sheriff and uh, a partner of his rolling what we used to call tape over two or three hours, usually Friday nights, around Ramsey County, mostly around St. Paul, have become kind of a hit, especially around the metro, and let's be honest, probably elsewhere. And all it is is Sheriff Fletcher driving from place to place, going where the radio takes him, and uh, showing the viewer what St. Paul is like after dark these days. And even if you're like me and you've lived in St. Paul for a long time, 34 years off and mostly on in my case, it's eye-opening. Some of the places that before the pandemic and before the riots, people like you and I used to go after dark to socialize, to meet people, to do things, to have have groups of people get together and socialize and, and, and commune with each other, have changed a lot and for the worse. Places that used to be your typical kind of work-a-daddy-hug-a-mommy middle-class hangouts aren't anymore. There are places where you kind of get that skeevy feeling and uh, from the crowd around you, and those skeevy feelings are borne out by way too many fight calls, many of which Sheriff Bob covers live and on camera. Like I said, I've watched it a time or two. Uh, Fletcher describes the show, quote, Live on Patrol focuses on community relations instead of arrests, uh, this is the sheriff talking. In addition to preventing crime, the goal is to build community relationships and improve trust through transparency. Which, as luck would have it, runs diametrically counter to the interests of a good chunk of St. Paul's radical left city council. And they are making their displeasure known. This past week, the uh, Pioneer Press covered the story of uh, a resolution which passed the St. Paul City Council this past week, seeking an independent review of the show. It's sponsored by, uh, it was sponsored by City Council members Amy Brendamone, who's the president of the council these days, my <clears throat> representative, <clears throat> Mitra Jalali, and Rebecca Noker, and uh, will be discussed, was discussed this past Wednesday at the meeting. It passed. Uh, Sheriff Fletcher, according to the Pioneer Press story, said the uh, detractors don't like that his live streams show why the police are needed. Because, yes, Mitra Jalali and to a perhaps slightly lesser extent, Amy Brendamone, are part of the defund mafia. They're part of the crowd that thinks that the real violence on the street is the police's fault. If it weren't for all those cops out there, 
St. Paul would be a, a blissful utopia of people floating hither and yon on clouds of unicorn breath. <sighs> uh, Bob Fletcher, uh, Sheriff Bob, uh, uh, quote says, and I quote, Some elected officials are opposed to live on patrol because it builds trust with the police, and that runs counter to the narrative to defund law enforcement, end quote, said the sheriff. Continuing, Quote, many council members would prefer the public not be aware of the current increase in violent crime. <laughs> they are opposed to transparency when it reflects on their failure to keep the community safe. Which, by the way, I, I will give the sheriff credit for speaking out. And I will say, if anything, he's giving the city council too much credit. I don't know that Mitra Jalali has ever said in as many words that she thinks expecting public safety in exchange for your tax dollars is a privilege. But she's never said it isn't either. Quoting the Pioneer Press, the council members are requesting the state of Minnesota Peace Officers Standards and Training or Post Board evaluate the video to determine if it violates the sheriff's office policies and the Minnesota Police Code of Conduct. Brenda Moan, the city council's president, said it's not a political issue. Oh, no siree, Bob. Quote, we're trying to answer questions that community members have brought to our attention. End quote. Well, certain community members, uh, she said, uh, adding that those questions have included, quote, why is an elected sheriff able to wear, not wear a body camera when he's on patrol? Why, who says he doesn't? Anyway, why is a sheriff able to do his patrol with a camera on that's violating what we believe to be the St. Paul Police's rules of conduct and rules of pursuit? That's St. Paul City Council President Amy Brendamone, who apparently, in asking whether this violates the St. Paul Police Department's rules of conduct, is either unaware that St. Paul Sheriff's Sheriff Bob Fletcher is not a St. Paul policeman. He's the head of the St. Paul uh, Ramsey County Sheriff's Office, which is a separate independent organization not subject to the St. Paul Police's rules of conduct and rules of preserve. Are you smelling what I'm cooking here? Either Amy Brendamone, the president of the St. Paul City Council, doesn't know any better, which is a distinct possibility, or Amy Brendamone is speaking knowing full well that the people who elected her and the rest of this almost exclusively radically leftist city council that, quote, governs, end quote, St. Paul, she can count on them not knowing any better. She can babble on any narrative she wants, as can Councilwoman Jalali, without any fear that her audience is going to exhibit the faintest shred of independence, the faintest scintilla of critical thought, that they're going to question the narrative that they all put forward, that the real violence on the streets of St. Paul and, by extension, Minneapolis, Bloomington, Roseville, Little Canada, what have you, on the freeways, for that matter, these days, is the fault of law enforcement. And that if we didn't have law enforcement out there, it'd be as peaceful as, I don't know, Bismarck on a Tuesday night that the people of St. Paul would roam hither than hither and yon on the aforementioned clouds of unicorn breath.
It's just not true, ladies and gentlemen. 651-289-4488. Normally, the number to call might not work right now. This is a recorded broadcast because that's what we're doing to get us on the air here. But stay tuned for future weeks. We'll, we'll be back with more of that and more from the streets of St. Paul when we return. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280. The Patriot. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidi. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Need special boots for a new job but don't know where to start? Step into Red Wing Shoes, where their friendly footwear experts can help you find the right style and size. Red Wing takes the time to learn about your job and measure your feet to get the perfect fit. Red Wing specializes in no-pressure one-on-one service. Stop into their stores in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Can't make it into the store? Ask your workplace about their shoe trucks where they bring the store to you. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitchburg, the headliner edition. Don't forget Brad Carlson, the closer, tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. again. And King Banyan. 
host of the King Banyan Radio Show, the best show in the world when it comes to economics. I can say that unabashedly. Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Hey, don't forget, Salem Now is the best streaming platform there is, period. And there's no monthly fees. It's a place where you can see movies like uh, No Safe Spaces, which is, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't taken your college or high school age kids to see it, you need to. And you don't have to take them anywhere. It's right in your home, streaming via Salem Nuts. Adam Carolla, Dennis Prager, going uh, from college campus to college campus, discussing what free speech should look like and how it doesn't in most places. And it's on demand. Just go to SalemNow.com or try watching on the go or, or casting to your favorite TV with the free Salem Now app. That's the place to go. Well, I will say this. I have been working in radio off and on since I was 15 years old, which takes us back to 19... And this is one of the more unique days we've had on the air. By the way, we're back live here on AM 12A, The Patriot. The first hour, as you could hear, was a Brad Carlson rerun from just before Easter. The first half of this hour, though you couldn't tell, was recorded and turned around and put on the air with seconds to spare for each of the first two segments. And we're back live right now because we've been dealing with some technical issues. And when I say dealing, it's like watching the, the, the Bolshoi Ballet, uh, watching Wingmaster and Conciliere get things back going and on the air. We are, we are back here live and uh, we'll remain that way. And it just amazes me that after 17, going on 18 years of doing this show, this is the first time this sort of thing has happened, literally. It's the sort of thing that working in the world of technology, I'd expect to be, I don't know, a couple times a year, no such thing. No, in fact, this is the first time we've had to do this kind of tap dance. And, uh, yeah, Wingmaster and Conciliere are tap dancing like Ben Vereen in his prime, I mean, it, and they made it work. Anyway, we're back live here at, at the uh, at AM 12A, The Patriot. You can join this broadcast, by the way, on Facebook at Northern Alliance Radio Network, on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, on Gab at hashtag NarnShow, and on MeWe, again, hashtag NarnShow. The, uh, the, my profile there is Mitchell P. Berg. At any rate, uh, and by the way, as time goes on, we're going to be trying to move our, our broadcast, our social media efforts to some of these less communist-prone uh, social media sites. I know it's more social media to remember. It's a pain. What can I say? The fight for freedom involves some in, <laughs> inconveniences occasionally, and I, I do I, I do apologize, but let's be honest. Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey should be apologizing a lot more <laughs> than, than, than we should be. Anyway, before the break, we were talking about the St. Paul City Council getting, I don't know, their—, their they're 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 undergarments in a knot over Sheriff Bob Fletcher doing the unthinkable, going out on the streets of St. Paul and showing why it is that major cities need police. And it runs up against the narrative that the St. Paul City Council's radical Democrat leadership, Andy Amy Brendamone and uh, my representative Mitra Jalali, uh, have, which is that the violence is a product of law enforcement, not the opponent of law enforcement. Now, I'm not a cop fanboy. There are bad cops out there, and I think that they need to be dealt with, and they need to be dealt with strictly and decisively. I mean, a free society can't, if a free society can't depend on its police to uphold and remain within the boundaries of the law, then we're not really a free society, are we? On the other hand, and here's where I differ from my big L libertarian friends, 
and the St. Paul City Council, without some semblance of public order, without the, the sense that the property you own will remain yours and not wind up stolen before you can use it or get it to market or live in it, then freedom, or I'm sorry, prosperity is impossible. And without prosperity, if you're basically working to subsist at best, then freedom is irrelevant. Liberty is, is irrelevant if you don't have enough prosperity to think big thoughts about how free you are or are not. So there is some, we, we need public order. And just as much in a free society, we need to trust our institutions, including the police. And it is a fact that some parts of American society don't trust the police. And, and by the way, I don't give them a blank check. I really don't. But the narrative uh, telling us who doesn't trust the police is the, the narrative, by the way, that the likes of Amy Brendamone in St. Paul and Lisa Bender and the rest of the Minneapolis Saint, uh, City Council in Minneapolis have of, of law enforcement is it doesn't speak for everyone, even among their purported constituencies, because it would seem to paraphrase uh the, a, a former uh, John Edwards, former candidate for president on the Democrat side, it seemed there are not just two Americas, but two black Americas. One of those black Americas is the one whom upper middle class white progressives have appointed themselves the leaders of the types that young progressives when, when asked about progressive, con, uh, excuse me, conservative African-Americans, well, they shouldn't be voting against their community's best interest because naturally deciding as a white middle class progressive what is the black community's best interest isn't racist at all. No, sorry, Bob. Uh, these are the type of people that call Tim Scott Uncle Tim. We talked about that last week and jabber on about defunding and actively harassing the police as the young lady with the uh, Minneapolis, uh, University of Minnesota student government did last week that we talked about on last week's show for their uh, harassing them, uh, the police, quote, for racial justice. That's one America. I was going to say black America, but really it's, it's, a, it's an America whose opinion is led by and for the opinions of uh, white, frequently upper middle class progressives. And the actual people who live in the neighborhoods that, as we speak right now, are being gutted by the wave of crime that follows on the Ferguson effect and the rest of the unraveling of law and order in urban America. This is from the New York Post this past week. In Brooklyn Center, where the destruction was visible firsthand, I was up in Brooklyn Center last week. Yeah, it's still looking a little dodgy up there. Uh, respondents, all of them, black men of various ages, nearly all of them black uh, men of various ages, overwhelmingly opposed rioting? Huh? An African-American man in a, quote, army veteran, end quote, hat, commented, quote, we're human, and we want to be treated with respect, but we also need to show respect. Huh. This is somebody that the narrative would say doesn't exist, or perhaps would be considered, what would Ryan Winkler call him? Uncle Tom, perhaps? What would Aaron May Quaid refer to this African-American veteran as uh, skinfolk that isn't maybe kinfolk? That's her term, not mine. A man in construction gear 
Remark, African-American man in construction gear, remark, quote, I guarantee you the people that were looting nine times out of ten weren't from this area. If you feel the need to lash out, then don't get mad when people, you know, address you as a looter or a rioter. To quote the sage of South Central, Larry Elder, is this thing on? <laughs> Are these the people that Amy Brendamone, that Mitra Jalali, that Aaron May Quaid, that Ryan Winkler represent a woman in a black lives matter mask agreed quote there are two different things we have protesters and then we have rioters this is an outbreak of common sense that why if you're a dfl leader cannot be tolerated Uh, Continuing to quote the New York Post piece from this past week, the people of Brooklyn Center seem to hold a pretty nuanced view about the difference between protest and destruction. On the streets of Washington, D.C., on the other hand, support for riots among the capital's bourgeoisie was almost universal. One young woman, white and upper middle class naturally, said, quote, if change needs to be made and it's not getting done in the traditional avenues, then rioting is a good option, end quote. Inevitably, by the way, people who have no skin of any color in that game. Uh, all the Democrats had to do. As we look back on this past election, the 2020 elections, where Donald Trump had the best results among African-American voters that any Republican has had in 60 years. All the Democrats had to do to get that black working class that voted for Trump in numbers that are unprecedented in two generations was just not be crazy. And as you look at the utterances of the likes of Mitra Jalali, of Amy Brendamone, of Lisa Bender, of Aaron May Quaid, of Minnesota House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler, they just can't do it. It is not something they can manage. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12, A The Patriot, go nowhere. One more segment to go live. We will be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Are you looking for a school where students are encouraged to seek, love, and serve Jesus Christ? St. Stephen's Catholic School in Anoka is a place where that's lived out. Hi, I'm Peter. I've witnessed firsthand the way St. Stephen's School has shaped my children and grandchildren. The teachers and staff love God with all their hearts, souls, and minds. They integrate faith in Jesus Christ throughout the academic day. St. Stephen's is a community of followers with a heart to serve as Christ's disciples by loving and serving their neighbor and community. It's a high-quality, accredited pre-K through 8th grade school with over 130 years of experience. It's a safe, secure environment where children are taught by faith-filled teachers how to think, not what to think. St. Stephen's Catholic School integrates faith into learning to prepare students to make solid Christian choices. Please visit our school at 5th and Jackson in downtown Anoka or visit ststephenschool.org. 
Come experience the difference at ststevenschool.org. Shortly after college, my friend Amy and I began dreaming of a place for adults and children with developmental disabilities to experience nature. A place where they could connect with community and have meaningful work through farming. 21 Roots Farm is home to a variety of farm animals. Cows, donkeys, alpacas, goats, and chickens. An apple orchard and a vegetable garden. Through high-quality nature and agriculture-based programs, people of all ages with developmental disabilities can experience the wonders of agriculture and literally eat the fruits of their labor. By fostering connections that are rooted in real life, we provide opportunities, resources, and support that encourages all people to tend to their gifts and harvest their full potential. Check out our summer programs and other opportunities to get involved at 21rootsfarm.org. There's something for everyone. Visit 21rootsfarm.org to find your place on the farm. Dreams can come true at 21rootsfarm.org. Well, we made it through the first 100 days of the new Biden administration. His agenda is taking shape, and like it or not, will impact us. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing the implications of Biden's agenda and what it will mean to your bottom line. Alan Mike will share with you what you can do to be prepared or simply be mindful of as we see Biden's economy take shape. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them at 855-231-6010. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Welcome back, Twin Season. Well, final segment, Broken Field Running Edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Four segments of Brad Carlson from last month. Two segments of me recorded just in time. Two segments live. Just another day at work here at the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hello, America. How you doing? We'll be back, by the way, next week with the usual broadcast here. Whew. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And Brad Carlson, of course, on tomorrow live, as usual, from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. King Banyan, Saturday mornings, uh, 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Oh, by the way, my blog, shotinthedark.info, is uh, where I write every uh, Monday through Friday morning and the occasional weekend as well. And make sure you join us uh, there. Join me there at shotinthedark.info. Big announcement coming up this week here, by the way. Uh, this is where I do most of my show prep, but uh, there's going to be a, a little change, and a big change for the better coming up at uh, shotinthedark.info, hopefully this coming week here. Uh, more details uh, coming up in that very space. So over on the Channel 9 News website, the uh, we have a story saying the CDC confirms COVID-19 can be transmitted through the air from more than six feet away. And, and this is one of those things. And by the way, Brad Carlson and I have both been holding forth for the actual scientific case <laughs> as well as the historical case that uh, this is now the public, as Brad Carlson points out in the comment section, that this is now every possible position that the CDC has taken on the transmissibility of the COVID-19 virus. It can be transmitted through the air more than six feet away, which is, by the way, if you've been listening to the, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, you knew this last May. We were we were doing coverage of the epidemiological, actual scientific evidence by 
for my money, the best journalist in the business on the subject of COVID-19, Zainab Tufekci from The Atlantic magazine. Yes, The Atlantic, the left-leaning uh, mass market publication. Hey, no appeals to authority here. Zainab Tufekci does a great job of covering this issue, singularly among the mass elite media, quite frankly. We've known since then, you have known since then, if you listen to this broadcast, Yes, COVID-19 can be transmitted through the air for more than six feet because it's a random scatter right close to you. If you are infected right close to your mouth, like if you're within French kissing range, like if you're within creepy relative range. Yes, there's a lot within a foot to six feet. You're running into a fairly, and if you stay there for 15 minutes, by the way, you're running a pretty fair chance of of get of having enough viruses come into contact with your respiratory system to give you a shot of getting infected, and then your age, your relative level of health becomes the issue. There is every reason to believe that a droplet of water full of your viruses, if you are infected, can travel a long way through the air on the air currents. We know this. We've known this for months. We've known this practically for a year at this point, a year ago this month. And yet this is being treated as new new news, not just news, but bad news by, well, let's just call them big carrot. We've got big pharma. We've got big uh, steel. We've got big oil. We've got big Karen. And this is something that as even Governor Waltz in his announcements this past week made moves to start reopening the state, to drop the mask mandate, to lift capacity restrictions, to basically rejoin the first world economy, although not promising to give up his dictatorial power over the state, of course. Uh, you're going to see, hear more of this. You're going to hear Big Karen bleating endlessly about the restrictions being lifted because I'll just do a little mass diagnosis here, folks. They are part of a generation of people that has had no real existential threats in their lives. They've had no Pearl Harbor. They had no Omaha Beach. They didn't even have a Cold War in their lives. And the terrorist attacks of 9-11 almost 20 years ago 20 years ago this fall, have faded in their mind. They need an existential threat in their life right now to give them that sense of meaning that I think deep down human beings need to feel. Something to be on the watch for, to satisfy that evolutionary urge to be on the watch for something, be it a saber-toothed tiger or a, a, a Nazi uh, overseas or something, that, or a Great Depression for that matter, so, and the wolf at the door via economic means. We have a generation of people, maybe really two of them now, that have grown up in unparalleled comfort and safety throughout all of human history. And I think that there's something deep back in every human's evolutionary makeup, or if you're a creationist, the makeup that God gave you, doesn't matter, that says there's something. There's a wolf at the door. There's a saber-toothed tiger out there. There's something around the corner that I need to be watching out for. And you don't feel quite right if you don't have it. And I think we have a generation of Karens out there who, absent any immediate mortal threat to them, for the most part, there are exceptions out there, uh, are turning this into a threat that it is not. For example, start arguing with some of these people about whether having had COVID gives you lasting immunity. They cling like, 
like like the woman from Titanic to the the, the raft uh, at the end of the movie to the notion that oh, having had COVID might make you immune for 90 days at the very most. And yet the news is out that after people recover from infection with COVID, the immune system actually does carry on with more than one type of antibody, thus more than one type of immunity, and it lasts for months, maybe indefinitely, almost certainly giving enhanced resistance, if not immunity, to the virus. But I lied. It's not a news flash. This was a CDC report issued last winter by the National Institute of Health released this information last January. But that interrupts the narrative that Big Karen not only has, but needs. The narrative that Big Karen needs to keep aloft in their minds to give their lives meaning. To give them the feeling that they're beating back the saber-toothed tiger. That they are, that they have their own Omaha beach. That they can conquer, not by charging off a Higgins boat and charging up a cliff under machine gun fire like a previous generation dealt with as its version of a threat, go figure, (laughs) but by wearing a mask and by lecturing the rest of us about the need to wear masks, even if you've had COVID, even if you've been vaccinated for the love of Pete. This is the battle that you and I, the people who actually care about science, are going to be facing over this coming coming couple of months here. (sighs) By the way, the good news, there are jurisdictions in this country where election integrity is non-negotiable. The bad news, as it came out this past week, it's a high school and it's voting about homecoming. We'll talk about that this coming week on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in to this most interesting broadcast. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join me every Sunday at 4 p.m. for the Victory Hour, when we will talk politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, Sunday afternoons at 4, here on The Patriot. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085.
Hey, what you got cooking there? Oh, look at this. I got us some back bacon. Mm, that doesn't look like our rusty old, uh, or trusty old charcoal grill, though. Well, that's because it isn't. It's one of these fancy new pellet grills from Louisiana Grills. Well, that explains the smoky goodness I smell, but aren't those things hard to use? And don't you have to, like, sit by it and babysit it to control the temperature all day? Oh, not at all. It's just set it and forget it. This Louisiana Grill even has Wi-Fi. Imagine that. It controls the temperature right from your smartphone. Uh, will it work with my flip phone? I don't think so. Where'd you get it? Oh, at the same place we got our new spa, Premier Pool and Spa. They have a full line of Louisiana grills in stock, and the best thing is, they're made in America, too. Visit Premier Pool in Chanhassen today. Louisiana grills, you deserve it. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take grilling seriously. PremierPools.com. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Celebrating two decades on 